from SLB Radio in Pittsburgh, Crossing Fences. African-American boys and young men creating oral history showcasing the lives and accomplishments of local African-American men. We was raised by the whole community back in the late 60s, early 70s. This is where I was born and raised. This is where I've been at since the beginning. I never left. My dad used to take me to work with him. He used to work at a uh, pizza spot. Life is the greatest teacher. You will find out. The choices you make will be with you. You better make the right one. From anesthesiologists to barbershop owners, entrepreneurs to engineers, and coaches to deacons, over 170 men have been interviewed. Today, let's hear from Neil Williams III, age 52 at the time of this interview. My childhood uh, came up in Garfield. I moved from Homewood in 1973 to Garfield. And some of the things that we done as kids, we cut the fire hydrant on and just had fun in the water. When I was coming up, there was predominantly all black people up here in Garfield. But now that the urban development that they have in Garfield, it had brought different color of people, different races. I went to Fort Pitt. From the fifth grade, I graduated to Arsenal. Then I went to Peabody, then went to Westinghouse. I was more or less a class clown. I was always the jokester, the prankster. In my day in town, we fight. I was a fighter, but that got me in a lot of trouble. I got kicked out of Peabody. That's how I ended up at Westinghouse. I was a boxer coming up as a youth and also played football. I used to box for the K-Boys Club on the Hill District. If you know anything about boxing, you have to go train and then you have to go run. So I would go run. And by the time I'd be so exhausted, I would never make it to my first two or three classes in the morning. So my mom made me quit. I was flunking class. I'm a licensed chef. I also am a licensed barber. When I was coming up in high school, basically I took up culinary, learning how to cook. And I always had a niche for cooking because of the way I was raised in the household. One of my chores was before I got sat, pick greens. And I used to always like, oh my goodness, I got to pick these greens. And it turned out one day I was cooking greens and I'm like one of the best green cookers around, you know, and baking cakes, baking pies. Right now, during the holidays, I will sell sweet potato cheesecakes and sweet potato pies. I do that as a little hobby. Also, barbering. I cut hair. I had my own barbershop in the basement in Garfield. As we was coming up, I was the only barbershop in Garfield at the time. So during the time that we came up, I started cutting hair probably about 78. I wasn't licensed, but I was the bootleg barber at Garfield. So I had a little barbershop in the basement set up, had chairs had lights and everything. I had three businesses before. I had a pizza shop. I had two convenience stores. I also had the first store bus in Garfield for at least three to five hours a day. I would go back and forth from Cornwall, Colombo, and Fern. I'm the youngest of three. My brother, we are six years apart. When I was 10, he was 16. And he was off doing, I guess, what teenagers do. So he wasn't there to help mold me to who I am today. You know, I learned from my peers and different adults in the neighborhood. But I had a sister. She's in the middle. She's four years older than me. But she was into school and her things with her friends. So I wouldn't say really the household was busy. It was just that I kind of, in a sense, you say, I raised myself, you know, I mean, with my mother there, but, you know, I raised myself to develop into a young man. As a 
young adult, I got into selling drugs and the consequences of that, I did seven years in the penitentiary. During the seven years, that was a big change in my life. That wasn't something that I really wanted to do. When I was incarcerated, I never knew what exactly what I was going to be. That wasn't my goal to be who I am now. I had other goals, but me doing time in the penitentiary, it helped me become a better person and a responsible man that accept responsibilities. Well, as far as the community, I can now honestly say that I'm a Garfillian, meaning they've been in Garfield for over 10 years. I help support different things and programs that they have in Garfield, also coach football. My main thing I tell most children, respect your parents. I'm big on that. I'm 52 years old, I'll be 53 this year. To see a kid disrespect his mom, you might not see me right in front of you, but I could cry. I still yes ma'am my mom, no ma'am my mom, and my mom is my everything. When coming into mentoring, I understand that I cannot get everyone attention and I can't get everyone to listen. But if I get just one person to listen and I can mold and shape that one person, that would really mean something to me because it's just that if you all just step outside of yourself or step away from yourself and just look at the dynamics of the communities, not just Garfield, throughout the whole city of Pittsburgh or throughout the world. And just seeing the different murders just going on and senseless killing, drug selling and stuff like that. And I just wish that I could let a kid learn from the lesson that I learned from being incarcerated and hoping that I can make them a better child to become a better young man. This oral history was collected by youth interviewers John Crawl, Keelan Kenny, and Xavier Rogers. Crossing Fences is made possible by the Heinz Endowments and was produced by SLB Radio Productions. Learn more at crossingfences.org.